And hello, movie lovers. So I actually have some very good friends of mine. I actually have my co-host Rossi here with me. I also have Jamie Lee from In the Front Row. I also have my boy Anthony from ACS Universe. And I also have Tamika coming in in a few minutes. Uh, we also do another thing I want to mention is Alex wasn't able to make it and Don wasn't able to make it, but they'll probably be back for next week's episode for episode four. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoy our segment of episode three of Long, Long Time. So let's go ahead. Let's get this party started. Hey, what's going on, guys? What is up? What's up, John? Hey. So here's the thing. I love this episode. This episode was really good. And it gave us a little bit of a breather from the clickers and the runners and all that stuff to Mm -hmm. be able to settle us down a little bit. This is actually pretty much, I'm going to say, like a season two of what The Walking Dead was for us. This is what would be like The Walking Dead kind of season two for this episode, in my opinion, because of the fact that you have more of a laid back uh, scenario with this episode. So Mm -hmm. this is something that I really liked. But before we get into what we liked about it, though, um, I'm just going to give everybody a little bit of synopsis of the third episode. Basically, Joel and Ellie uh, winds up doing what Tess tells them to do. They wind up walking over to Bill and Frank's house, and Joel teaches Ellie about the government execution of the innocents during the early days of the outbreak. And then after that, in fact, flashes into 2007, where Frank stumbles onto the compound of a paranoid survivalist Bill. So that's mm-hmm. basically the small synopsis of what happens within this walk of The Last of Us. So let's go ahead. Um, so, Rossi, I know that you haven't been with us for the first two episodes, right. but what did you think of the first two episodes and then going into this third one? Um, I was really excited to watch this like you guys. Um, I played the video game. So um, me wanting to watch this, I wanted to compare certain things and see you know, um, how well they transferred that to a series. So the first episode, I was absolutely blown away. I love the extra stuff that they gave us in the first yes. episode to kind of put the story together. I, I like that background with the neighbor. That was great. Um, the the brother, all of that. Um, and then, of course, the the sad scene. Um, I cried in a video game. I cried when, the, when his daughter was shot. That was just horrible. But um, the world itself, um, kept me in the series. They did such a good job with the backdrops. Um, just everything reminds you of playing the game. And then episode two, absolutely great, horrible. When Tess died, that was just the worst. But I have to say, what an awesome scene with her. And I think it was the clicker or the ones that are blind um, when they come rushing into the building where she's going to blow them up at. I love the close up of of him and Ellie, you know, or not Ellie, but um, uh, the the the, Tess. the woman, Tess. Um, yes, Jess, uh, Tess, yes. Um, I love that scene. Um, it was awesome. And then moving into episode three, giving that backstory on Bill, Frank, the compound. I'm just, I'm so happy with what they're doing with this series. I'm excited about it. So yes, I loved all the episodes so far. I'm in it. What okay. about uh, for you, Jamie? Yeah. Uh, Just talking about episode three, I thought it was, as you said, like a nice change. Like we had all the action last week and this, we sort of took a step back um, and got to meet Bill and Frank. And I don't know about you guys, but 
I love prepper shit. Like I love thinking about where would I go if there was an apocalypse or like what weapon could I make or like what traps could I build? So to see Bill in all his glory just going out, like raiding these shops, building these traps, and he really went there, you know, like he had everything ticked off, you know, it was just so Mm. good to watch that side of an apocalypse. Um, And then obviously we got to like the emotional stuff. And if I'm not going to lie, I did think it went on a little bit long, some of the relationship stuff. Like I loved them already. You know, I didn't really need to see them in bed. I was like, all right, we get where that's going. Uh, So they did drag that part on a little bit. But um, I fell in love with two characters in, what, an hour? You know, it was such a short time. But, God, you loved them. They were just beautiful. So, yeah, I liked it. Great episode. Look, I... Through two episodes of this show and having played the, the game several times, uh, I knew that there'd be some things that the show would do better, some things the game would just do better. And But they've been able to combine it perfectly through the first two episodes. This one, I just thought like, yo, there's no way that they can pull it any higher than they've done through those first two episodes. This was incredible, man. This is... Pr- I've watched a lot of television series and things of that nature. And this is one of the best episodes period I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, the way it's put together. Um, just the fact that you have what's going on at the beginning. I love when Joel and, and Ellie are taking their little journey and they're, you know, he's explained to her exactly how things fell apart. And then you just get shot straight back into this, like, you know, just a, you know, 20 years ago, and you see th- this relationship between, and, and it's funny because in the game, you you know, you know Frank exists, but you never see Frank, you, you know, but you do get that scene like towards that, you know, last, when you get done with Bill's part of the, the story, and, you know, you see what happens there. So you, you could already understand that there was something really strong there between those two characters, between Frank and uh, Bill. So to see it play out the way they put it, man, I don't know. It's, it was great. I could find zero flaws for myself out of that episode. Same here, because I really enjoyed this episode and seeing Bill and then them, them establishing Bill as a character versus mm-hmm. us, who was basically just a side story that you actually yeah. just get through. Mm-hmm. And then they established the character in his context. And I think it actually works for this episode. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I really liked was when you wind up seeing Bill inside the bunker and he's watching the military people. He goes, no, not today, commandos, not today. Yeah, and he yeah. goes on ahead, yeah. goes over to the people's houses, and then he goes over to Home Depot, raids Home Depot, goes, well, <laughs> electricity goes yeah. out. He goes, well, that was fast. And then he goes over to the electricity place, gets the generators, mm-hmm. and get, not, gets, not get a, a home-style regenerator, but he winds up getting a factory, right. like, you know, talking about, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. industrial <laughs> Uh, generator to keep things going and i thought it actually makes sense i thought this episode was funny at the very beginning of it and then once you get whenever you meet up with frank and he falls in the hole and things like that you're wondering okay what's going to happen with frank if the people who haven't played the video games or anything like that you're wondering is this going to be in a good outcome for Mm -hmm. for him or not yeah yeah and you know yeah, <laughs> I was on. I was thinking, oh, this guy's got to have people with him. Like they're gonna try and take Bill's compound. Like I had no oh. idea what was going on. You know, mm-hmm. like he seemed like a good guy, but let's be honest, everybody seems like a you know good guy yeah. in an apocalypse yeah. until they take your shit. So I'm like, what's yeah. going on? 
but thankfully it was a beautiful outcome. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a nice outcome for him. And, you know, all he wanted was just a shower, and some food. And he said, mm-hmm. I only, I've been starving for two days. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh, no, never mind. That doesn't sound as uh, long as, you, as I made it sound out to be. Yeah. He goes, um, are, are you infected? And he took him a long time to respond. Right. He said, What did you respond? He goes, Well, I was going to lie. But then I was like, Why would I lie about something like that? And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, I like Frank already. Yeah, but I then, lost too with yeah. like the whole um, Frank things, even though I played the game, um, like Anthony mentioned. Uh, you you know about Frank, but you don't get to to meet him Experience in the game. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, uh, where you are, Jamie. Like I thought he was gonna kill this guy. Who is this guy? Until mm-hmm. he lets him in, and I'm like, oh wait, that's that's his lover. That's his man. Like yeah. in the video game, you don't see that. But I love this story. Um, that they um the the story that they tell a little bit more of a backstory on mm-hmm. uh Frank and um. The, the other gentleman's name um, and the fact that everything that he had in that house, guys, like as long as he's been there, he's got the he's got food, he's got he's got water, he's got wine, he's got everything. And when he first sees Frank, remember, he doesn't want to uh, give it to him because he's afraid that he's going to go and tell everyone else. And then you're going to have mm-hmm. a lot of more people coming yeah. and getting that. And then, they, you, that. <laughs> yeah, then you see this long story of them meeting and their relationship throughout the years that led to, you know, um, Ellie and Joel showing up. So I, I love that they told that story. I'm with you, Jamie, though. TMI at times, just a, a bit much. We mm-hmm. did it, but mm-hmm. I did love th- their love. Yeah. Same. And I yeah. did feel like, here's the thing. It's the very first, like I watched this episode three times, but yeah. after this, here's the thing. The second time and the last time I was just fast forward that one part. <laughs> Because I was like, okay, there's because the first time you're going in there, you're not knowing that this is going to lead into more of a plot point. Then you have to you hear a heavy breathing, like, yeah, this is not going nowhere. <laughs> Best forward. Yeah. But, you know. And that's not because of their relationship. No, that's no, any no, relationship. No. I don't really want to see yeah, that right. unless exactly. I'm in the room right. to see that. Exactly. You know? exactly. Yeah. exactly. I feel you. I feel you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But if it's there to motivate the plot, I'll watch it. But if it's just simply just there just to be there, then, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty much – uh, I have ADD, so pretty much I just back myself out and move along. Yeah, but, it makes sense. You get why yeah. it's there. You know, it definitely right. made sense, and it was enjoyable mm-hmm. to watch. And just and the traps that he had, my gosh! Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be excited when someone approached the fence because, I mean, uh, the battle that he had. You know, when he when yeah. uh, he got shot, mm-hmm. just everything. And I remember that in the game, everything was a booby trap, and I love mm-hmm. how they showed it in 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 the uh, series. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And, you know, the other thing I really liked was when Frank is over there trying to bang on the piano and all that stuff, too. And, mm-hmm. hey, baby. <laughs> this episode hey, was, what's good? <laughs> but, yeah, I liked it when Frank was over there trying to play on his piano and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he was also eating his food. And then he was also all over the place. And then, you know, when he wakes up and uh, a couple of years later, he goes, well, what happens if we want to have people here? What makes you think that we're going to have people? Because we're Mm going to have guests here. No, we're not going to have guests. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. By the way, I'm talking to a nice uh, woman on the radio. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it turned out to be Tessa. Who? (laughs) She looked mad, yo. When they showed at that little dinner, I was like, 
they they did a good job with her aging process in the show as far as like between the first two episodes right. and then this one because she looked like a totally different person. If you didn't already know that was Tess when they were sitting at the table. Right. Definitely. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Playing the game, you don't get to see that just a little like this is, you know, some people, you know, this is how regular normal people like are existing in this in this pandemic. And they showed you that, you know what I'm saying? Basically, like, like, like this is how just a, some regular people would, you know, because everybody's not regular now. You know what I'm saying? Like when right. it comes to it, what's kind of show a sense of like normalcy for them. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you get to see like how a normal people adapt to what has happened to the planet. And so I, I thought that it was it was incredible, man. I, I <laughs> that. And then especially like the, the way they did the dinner at the end and, and oh, you know, I was wow. and then, oh, and, then wow. and then when 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 Joel and them finally get there, and that's the only thing I was one of the things that I thought just the only thing was in the game you get to play this really good mission at the school and like the journey yeah, on right. that entire mission is it's really good. And yeah. it like it, it a lot of the stuff that you learn about Bill in this episode of the show is kind of the stuff you learn about him throughout this mission as you try to find a truck battery and all of this right. kind of things like, and you yeah. meet the, you know, bloaters and stuff in, yeah. in that particular part of the game. So um, yeah, it, they did a great job. Great and job. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for yeah. the bloaters because I remember going there, you do have to go find these things to even get the truck running. So mm -hmm. when you go to the school and you mm -hmm. meet the bloaters, I, at that point I'm, I'm thinking, okay, they're going to have to go get something, but I have to remember they're kind of they're trying to condense this. It's a series, yeah. but I'm yeah. with you, Anthony. I wanted to see how they did the bloaters, and and yeah. I do hope that at some point they show that because they looked amazing in the game. Mm -hmm. They definitely did. What about for you, Jamie? What what other stuff that you really liked about the episode too? Yeah, haven't met the bloaters obviously because I haven't played, <laughs> but I really did like at, as Anthony was saying at that scene where they were you know sitting at the table and sh yeah. table and sharing right. a meal. Just wow. having the contrast of people. You've got Tess and Frank who are so much alike. They will at the time I'm guessing Tess was very trusting and like obviously as mm. time went on we saw she was a little bit more hesitant of things you know with mm. Ellie meeting Ellie and stuff but at that time when she'd met Frank uh she was very trusting and you know she wanted to trade and she was very giving yeah. and accepting of things and that was obviously Frank's attitude and personality style as well and then you've got Bill who's we got to save on resources everything's yeah. structured you know <laughs> we follow a checklist and we only have yeah. one piece of toilet paper when we wipe our ass you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like everything is so <laughs> so so picky and um which is great in an apocalypse you need that sort of thing right. but mm -hmm. um Joel is very much like him in in the right. show at least anyway where he's mm. like uh you know just their attitudes even, you know, like put that thing, get that gun out of my face. Yeah, you know? he did, I'm yeah. not going to yeah. fuck you up. You know, he's right. just very mm. blunt and not very personable, I think is the right description there. Very reserved uh, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And not as trusting, obviously. But then mm. when he leaves, you know, just that honesty of him saying, your walls are going to break the yeah. fence is going to rust. Yeah. Like he was yeah. spitting facts to him yeah. out of respect. He wasn't saying, oh, I want to take this place because mm -hmm. right. I can build this up and I can do this. He's just saying, look, mate, you think you're great, but this yeah. is going to happen. This is going to yeah. happen. And I thought that was a cool scene, you know, that they yeah. were so alike mm -hmm. and then so different to Tess and Frank at the same time. Yeah. Cool. And he, and <laughs> I like how he just builds just like, 
we'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, I, I I guess you could say they ended up being all right, even though they did get attacked by Raiders, yes. and you saw how that that entire scene played out. Um, man, that's that, and and also not just seeing like the, the ordinary people there, but like in that twenty year span, seeing how someone would progress. You know what I'm saying? In age, and I, man, the aging was perfect yeah, for them too, though. Gonna say that, yeah. yeah. They did Sorry, Russ. No, no. I was, I was just thinking that the, the way that they aged them, it was, it was awesome to see them age yeah. like that. And and that final dinner that they're having, I, I didn't know that the the bottle was spiked. You know, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that. So I'm thinking, okay, well, they never showed that they were gonna kill, you know, um, the guy in the game, but you know he's gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. So the way that they showed them having that dinner and all that, that was, um, that was just so sad. And you didn't realize Very that he sad. also drank it. But the aging, yes, they did a great hey. job. But also the colors. Hi, Tamika. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> and also hey. the colors that they had. Um, uh, the the bright um, pinks and and the, the just a palette of colors that they use for mm-hmm. the clickers or the the foliage. I love that because you see those colors in a game. Those are just little things that I yeah I I, I caught. I really like that. Tamika, what were some of the things that you liked about episode three? I like Nick Offerman anyway. So it just seemed like he was in his element, chopping trees down, saying F you to the government. I'm not going out like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was really smart. And I thought, I was like, dang, it's possible to, to sustain yourself like that. You don't have to go to those um, camps that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, look what happens yeah. when you did go to the camps. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you weren't even infected, and just because exactly. it was overloaded, yeah. the government yeah. are like, "See you later." Like that flashback scene alone was so mm. upsetting. Just to know yeah. there was nothing wrong with these people. There was purely just too many in the population. Right. Right. What the part where Ellie winds up seeing the clothes on the ground? There's yeah. there bo- there's bones, and then he goes into the victims who they actually were. Mm-hmm. That was mind blowing, mind bottling for me yeah. to actually see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You saw I the baby blanket. Yeah, the baby. Yeah, yeah. Blanket. Seeing that in the flashback, and then you you remember because they they focus on that blanket, and then when mm-hmm. you go to the flashback and you see the baby, you realize, oh my god, like mm. they killed all of them for yeah. no yeah. reason. But even the transition, the way that they showed, like, from the blanket, and I think they zoomed in or out straight to the baby. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, Yeah, the realization of that. Like, they Mm -hmm. killed everyone, like you said, for no reason. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because she did actually said, were they they sick? Joe was like, nah, probably not. He's just like, like, but but for Joe, that's like a normal thing. So that's why he answered it. She she asked the question very concerned, like, were they sick? And he just said, probably not. Cause right. you know what I mean? Cause he just he's seen it before, yeah. yeah. And when they when they give that last shot of it, like mm. there's so many bones in there. It's yes. it's yeah. Oh, that, do you know what was chilling to me? And I didn't hear it on the first watch. And I'd love to know if it was ever included in the game. But Joel uh, Ellie was talking about how he was flying, which I thought at first so cool. She's never experienced that. That's great. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. end of that sentence, uh, she said, "You got to go in the sky," and he said, "So did they." Mm-hmm. And it cuts mm-hmm. to that and she mm-hmm. goes grim meaning they've gone to heaven because they right. died and i was like right. oh my god i didn't like nice that didn't stretch. hit me until the second time and i was like wow that's dark man this show is fucking dark <laughs> oh it's getting me more and more i watch it I, 
But here's the thing, though, too, though, is when you look at Frank's character and stuff like that and the way he got developed in the show, it's totally different in the game because he winds up killing himself in the game. Right. Because all we got was the part where he actually hangs himself. And basically, Bill is... Bill doesn't do that. No, no, no. Who, who, who did that? Frank. Uh, Frank. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it basically in the game, and when once you meet Bill, it's 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 one of my favorite parts of the game. Once you meet him and stuff, he just talks about Frank. He just keeps mentioning Frank or whatever. That's his, it was his partner and things of that nature. And I think it's to the point where like. Frank went out for something and never came back, something along those lines. But as, you know, Joel and Ellie and Bill go through this mission to get these parts for this truck, um, they run across this abandoned, like, house, and they go in there, and there's Frank, like, right. <laughs> and there's a there's a note there, and that's pretty much how you right. leave Bill, you know right. what I'm saying? The one, you know what I mean? And then you just move on and, and throughout the, uh, for the for the rest of the game, but, right. yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Pretty much like that. And, and it's it's yeah, in the in the game you could t- that's what I'm saying like in the in, in the game if you really like pay attention you could tell that that between Bill and Frank there was some strong stuff there. So right. you know, the way they did this episode that makes it even better as far as yes. their relationship is because you could, they just tingled with it when they made the game or whatever, but then now that, that they put it in this form and gave them, you know, pretty much a good hour to their characters, it, it's it's incredible, man. Definitely. I so, thought it was sad when oh go ahead, John. Oh no, 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 go ahead. I'm oh sorry. no, I thought it was sad when um when you know we, we get to the point to where we realize that Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Um, um, uh, what is it? Uh, his gosh, Frank and Bill has mm-hmm. the 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 cancer or whatever it is. We don't know what it is that he's mm-hmm. dying from, and when he just decides that he's kind of he's he's done, he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. And um, Frank tells him, you know, what if a doctor stops by? Like, what if you know we can save <laughs> yeah. you? And just you feel so bad for him because he finally had someone to live life with up until that point and mm-hmm. they're dwindling away. And then he's going to be alone again because you're not knowing that, you know, in, in this scene, he's, he's going to end up, you know, killing himself too. But at that point, it's like, I was thinking, Oh my God, he's going to be alone again. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, so that scene there was just hoping someone would come by when you know mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. But yeah, I felt sorry for him. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I know that this is a very touchy 
subject on, you know, whether or not people have the right to live or choose to die in those circumstances. But take normal society out of it and just put the apocalypse into it. Like look at it just from an apocalypse point of view. What, who's to say, like I'm all for their suicide, to be honest with you. I thought it was beautiful and it was handled really well. But let's say people are complaining because, you know, you shouldn't really kill yourself and fair again. But let's again look at it just in that context. If Frank is bed chair ridden, bedridden, whatever, he can't do anything for himself because of MS or Parkinson's or whatever it was, as you said, let's say something happened to Bill and Bill died, Bill became a walker. Right. How does Frank survive? How can he do anything for right. himself? What if mm. natural causes killed Bill? And Frank's there by himself. So the death in those circumstances, that's totally acceptable in my opinion. And as I said, the way that they handled that was so beautiful. Like it was just upsetting. And the way that he said, I've lived my life, I've loved, and he has. What can he do for himself now? Mm -hmm. You know, they have lived a beautiful life together and he doesn't want to continue and become what he's looking at on the outside the walls, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree beautiful. with you on that. I think um, I, I'm with you. What else? What 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 would have happened if if he would have lived and the other died? So the way that they did that was beautiful because taking them both out of it, it made sense. You know, yeah. it absolutely made sense. And how Joel and Ellie, you know, come upon them, you know, and never went up in the room, but it it made sense to to for both of them to be gone. And that mm-hmm. room with the window open and the and the curtains, just the breeze. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, that scene at the, at the end was just wow. It, it was just a deep episode, you know. I love that. Yeah. You know, only the only attack that happened was you know because of the fence and and the the people that came. But other than that, it was a pretty chill episode. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So you're right about mm-hmm. that, Anthony. It yeah. definitely was. And I'll let Anthony go first, and then if that one, I can. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, it, it's um. That's needed in in series. I mean, obviously, and other things like I think you allude to, like The Walking Dead. Like, there's certain things that they do in those series where you have to slow the pace down at some point in time. But the way they did it here, I've never seen it done like this before. And I know <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's gonna. I mean, I was already looking forward to the story, like for the rest of this season, um, because I'm a fan of the source material anyway. But I think this this episode just helped push that along. It was it's it's I, I've never seen like you know what I mean like I've never seen so a, a series or even a movie that's based on something like a apocalyptic sort of source material and have something like this just right almost slap dab in the middle of it and say hold up hold up hold up take a look at this this is you know what I mean and it, it and it didn't. It slowed it, everything down without slowing down the story at all. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> you know? And that's what I was going to say, too, was like this. I was like, oh, this is just a filler episode. I said, but it's a filler episode that moved the plot along. Right. It's mm-hmm. not something that was just a standstill to make mm-hmm. room for something to happen later on. This was mm-hmm. something to pro- to keep the plot going. You already have this whole entire situation where you have Joel and Ellie coming over to see Frank and Bill. And, you know, Joel is probably halfway excited because he hasn't seen Bill in a long time. So therefore, he's getting to see his friend for the very first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. So then you have Ellie, who has this mystery element of wondering what these two people are like. And then while that's happening, 
and then dwell, uh, he's dwelling on his past. And then you have Ellie who's dwelling on the future of what what these people are like. And then you go into the past of the way that they met up with Tess, the way they met up with Joel Mm -hmm. and then them getting married and then them dying together. To me, honest with you, that actually made sense because why would you want to die by yourself right. at the age mm-hmm. that you are in right. in this apocalyptic world? Either mm-hmm. way it goes, you would die anyways because you're dying of a heart being heartbroken right. over the person that was lost. And I like how he said, and this time, this is not going to be like this Romeo and Juliet kind of story where one person is going to die. It's mm-hmm. going to be two people. It's going to be yeah. you and I. Right. And yeah. and I really like that. And I also like the little subtleness of this whole entire thing, too, where you have this one part where you see the see Ellie and them come in and then you still see the room being the way it was when they died. Yeah. You still see the food being on the table because mm-hmm. no one's there to clean after them. There's no CSI. There's nothing there. There's <laughs> remnants of them being there. Yeah. Man, I like how respectful Joel was. It wasn't the fact that he was trying to look out for Ellie, not telling her to go upstairs. Right. He was being respectful to Bill's wish, wishes, saying, mm-hmm. look, man, I'll give you the key to my truck. Go yeah. ahead and do what you need to do. And I like how they also – he puts it in this perspective, though, too. They are both get caregivers in a sense where – how he was a, get- a caregiver towards Frank, mm-hmm. and then he's showing kindness towards Frank. Then you also have this other thing where now Joel is a caregiver in a sense for Ellie, uh, someone that's watching over Ellie. So mm-hmm. it's people watching over people and people tr- respecting each other's boundaries and stuff like that, too. That yeah. I really like within this world. This is what split separates The Walking Dead from this show, which is mm-hmm. so much better in context. And I really am enjoying this. And I thought the writing was very beautiful. Yeah, and here's the thing. The guy who wrote this is Craig uh, Mazen, and he's actually wrote wrote a whole entire show, basically, mm-hmm. all up way up until episode six. Wow. Mm-hmm. And at, once episode seven happens, that's whenever we have a different writer. Right. Okay. But mm-hmm. this, to me, honest with you, I think he's a great writer. I think this, mm-hmm. they actually knew what they were doing. And from what I heard, there was this was supposed to be a three a two hour long episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is. Wow. A, and they there cut. There was a two-hour cut of this episode, yeah. yeah. Wow. So probably probably yeah. on, on the physical media when it comes out, you know, like a Blu-ray or a 4K or whatever it comes out on. But this is mm-hmm. honestly, I, I normally don't, uh, you know, series as each season goes on, they release those on physical. I normally don't buy them on physical media until the series is done. Like I, I got Game of Thrones and stuff like that, uh, Breaking Bad, just don't like complete yeah. – I might buy this one just off the first season. I just I want the extras, especially if there's going to be a two-hour cut of this episode on there. Damn. I got to see that, man. I got to see that. Also, um, you know, fun facts about it. I was looking it up um, before we can't, went live, and I was wondering, because a lot of the background looks like where they shot The Walking Dead, you know, but mm-hmm. it was filmed in Alberta, Canada. Um, yeah. It was one of Canada's, like, the biggest production that they've ever had in Canadian mm-hmm. history. Um, so... Um, because of the backdrops were so busy, uh, so, so beautiful. Um, also, Sony Pictures, PlayStation Pictures did it did, mm. did, did this together um, and um, distributed by a, a, what Warner Brothers. So this is a huge deal for this game. Yeah. I mean, the game was already huge before all this, but mm. it's a huge deal. And also in this episode, guys, remember um, we see Ellie uh, uh, take her first kill when she goes underneath yeah. the house, and remember she sees the 
one of the clickers that's uh, just kind of got the concrete on him. Mm-hmm. And the way that she's looking at him and kind of messing with him and then kind of cuts him open. And remember, that was her first kill. So I thought that scene was really interesting because how they, you know, uh, went in on the, the clicker's eyes and just, you know, he and Ellie's, or I'm sorry, I, I keep calling, yeah, Ellie. Ellie's mm-hmm. eyes meet. I thought that was a really cool episode because they won't let her have a gun yet. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. she's been very curious about because obviously she's she's the cure. But I love that scene and, and them showing her first kill, mm-hmm. which, which Joel doesn't know about. Yet. Yeah, that's that goes with what John was saying. How people say it's a filler episode, but this whole episode was about Ellie learning. Like yeah. she mm-hmm. was so curious in general, asking Joel right. questions at the start. Yep. And before I jump into that, though, I just got to say I loved when she straight up told him facts and said. I didn't get test killed. Like, stop treating me right. like a yes. piece of shit. Yes. And yes. that was so right. mature because normally mm. she's bratty and she's smart yeah. ass and all this, but she was just straight up saying, I didn't put you here. You chose right. to come because you wanted mm-hmm. a freaking battery. Mm-hmm. You right. weren't here right. to save yeah. me. And yeah. I just love that because it was it, that showed how grown up her brain actually was. And then as Rosie says, like we get to that scene where she's experimenting really. She's really curious about this zombie and mm. she – got to experience that for herself. That's what I right. liked. Joel right. wasn't there. Tess wasn't saying, don't touch a zombie, don't do this, right. do that, do that. She experienced that by herself. So that mm-hmm. was really great. And then same thing, we get to the plane. She's never seen a plane before. We get to the car. She's never been oh, in a car. Right. The whole right. thing was her learning throughout this right. whole yeah. entire episode, yeah. I felt like. Yeah. It was great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much like in these periods of the game, before it gets to like the really big chunk at the end, um, that's what it is. It's Ellie learning and mm. Joel reestablishing like what he ha- what he lost when Sarah died, you know, like early early in the game or in the show, the same thing, the first episode or whatever. But yeah, that's you're totally correct. That's 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 what it is. It's her it's her experience and stuff. She's never been outside, basically. Mm. Like she even right. says it. I've never I've never been in the woods. I didn't expect right. this many bugs. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. Yeah. And, yeah, and she and she has a there's a similar dialogue to what she says, but I like the way they the, as bluntly as they put it in the show, as compared to the dialogue in in the game. As far as that, this is not don't treat me like it's my fault. It's you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So I didn't ask for this. Is basically what that sums up to be. That's what I like too, though, Jamie. I forgot to mention that was the fact that she calls him out on his own BS. It was like, hey, look, don't come at me. Because your friend died. You're the one who went on this adventure with me because all you wanted was a car battery. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the next thing you know, you got dragged along because you wanted to continue off of what uh, Tess wanted you to do. Right. Don't yeah. put me at the forefront whenever it's not my fault. Right. So I yeah. definitely like that. I thought that was a great way of having the consequences that happened with Tess. Because remember, I mentioned last week where I said, you know, with with Tess dying, you know, Joel's going to be in a darker place and pl- mm-hmm. try and put blame onto yeah. Ellie. And then I like how yeah. Ellie just automatically just gives it to him. Mm-hmm. And to the point where he just snaps out of it, he'd be like, okay, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. And their agreement, so, remember, after all that, they come to an agreement where she's never to bring up Tess's name and mm-hmm. you know and and listen to everything that he says if he's going to get her to where you know she needs to yeah. go. Yeah. And so when they get to the house, remember he has her read the letter when he realizes, you know, that the food's been there for a while and there's no Bill and Frank around. And she's sitting at that table reading the letter. And then when she stops and looks at him and I'm like, oh, it, it, it's something about Tess. 
So mm. even that, she wouldn't even mention that because of that agreement that they had. But that letter was really sad because, you know, I think for Joel, you know, hearing that he should have protected Tess and mm. then in the letter, you know, uh, Bill thinks or Frank thinks that's what he's he's going to do and come back with Tess. And then just to have to swallow that, like, you know, mm. he mm-hmm. lost his daughter and, you know, he's yeah. in charge and then Tess. So that yeah. was just mm. a, a really sad moment for him because you feel sorry for Joel because he's carrying a lot on his shoulders. And like you said, Anthony, there's flashbacks even from the first episode, yeah. of, you know, because of his daughter. And there's times where when he first saw, you know, um, uh, Ellie, he thinks about his daughter. So mm-hmm. it's like he's, mm-hmm. you know, this wall is still up and I'm going to get her to where she needs to go. But I don't want her to get too close, you know. Yeah. Even just when you're talking about the letter there, though, like the fact that she didn't say anything, we all knew yeah. that was Tess. We knew it was yeah. coming. But the the yeah. smartness, a smartness, I don't know, the way that the director <laughs> ma- did that scene I thought was beautiful because she doesn't say his name. Yeah. Joel grabs the letter and we look at Tess. They zoom right. in on the word yeah. Tess. Yeah. And it's right. like just that transition alone from like, that scene, you know, like that shot to that shot, everything right. just looked so perfect and everything just flows well and ties in well and it's so, so great. And, you know, my favourite part was just after that scene and I, I I cried throughout this whole thing, let's be honest. I pretty much cried through every scene of this fucking thing, I swear. But my favourite part, and it just broke me, was when Joel takes the letter and he says to her, stay here. And he walks out and he comes back in and she is sitting it, in the exact same, exact same position. Right. Right. She yeah, wasn't she's... a smart ass. She no. wasn't a bratty, being a sarcastic thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't go looking around. She sat in the spot. She did as she was told because she knew, fuck, he's hurt. This is sick. This right. is real to him. Yeah. And yeah. that was the first step where I was like, oh, they're really bonding. Like right. she, yeah. they have respect yeah. growing now, you know? And I yeah. just cried. I was like, oh, look at him. You know? <laughs> oh, it was so sad. And my husband's like, why are you crying over like her sitting in a seat? And I'm like, because she listened. You know, yeah, she did. To fucking listen. <laughs> yes. when, he, when, when he walks oh. back in there and she, she looks up at him and she's like, I didn't move. And she didn't say that, but I, she just looked like I, I didn't do it. You know, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I caught Perfect. that too, yeah. First view. Definitely. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I do want to add one la- one more thing before we actually close out, though. This is actually a little bit of Tamika's thoughts, that Bill is her spirit animal, and it was nice to see a love story develop in this series. It was a breather from blood and guts from the cauliflower people. <laughs> 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 and then oh, hold on i have something else i want to add this is not in her notes this is me talking back and forth to her is she called frank a hoe she said <laughs> <laughs> she said he needs this you go back in his hole where that hole and put his hoe ass back inside that hole he's eating up all his food he's showering in his and uh, in, in showering and sleeping in his bed that show needs to go on ahead and go back home <laughs> Making the place look pretty, Tamika. He's cleaning him up. He's making Bill have a shower. You see, I tried reasoning with her. He goes, she goes, I don't care. He just needs to go. I said, You're gonna be that one old woman in the apocalypse that says get off my lawn. She's gonna hold a shotgun to somebody, get off my property. Yeah, 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 for real. Oh, Tamika. Oh man. Let's see. Uh your friend says. Uh, she listened when my own kids won't would listen. <laughs> right? It's a big deal. <laughs> no, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
But guys, this is going to be it as far as this episode goes. I know this is a little bit shorter, but it's also a great episode. I think yes. stopping it right here is actually a perfect way to go about it because we're going to be going to Pittsburgh. Well, I'm not going to Pittsburgh, but we're going to Pittsburgh um, with the show because that's their, that's where Ellie and Joel are going to be going. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see all the adventures that they're going to have on that. And it's going to be interesting to see how Jamie handles the road trip to uh, Pittsburgh with them. So this is going to be very exciting. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> it's it's the, for the little clips I saw in the next episode. I was like, yo, this is going to be dope. Cause that's, that's one of my favorite parts of the game. Me too. So my other question for you guys is, is there anything else that's special for you guys on your channels or anything like that, that you want to plug at all? Because I, I know that Anthony, you have your football thing. That's about to be wrapping up soon though. Yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah. We got, Couple more episodes because there's only one game left in the season, right. so then we'll be back in September. But yeah, yeah, Tuesday seven o'clock p.m. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And then I got four nerds on Thursdays at seven thirty p.m. What about for you, Jamie? Yeah, I've got my weekly live stream on the weekend with Tyrone this week, uh, mm-hmm. and we discuss uh, movie and TV show entertainment. Obviously, uh, Monday I think it was we had the big drops from DC talking mm-hmm. about their new slate. So we're pretty yeah. much going to be bring everything DC on this weekend's episode. Uh, and then I just did a review of Shotgun Wedding, the latest rom-com, if you could call it that, uh, mm. with Jennifer, Lo- uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lopez. So that's coming out of my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Not a fun one, guys. I'm very nasty, but that's what's coming. <laughs> By the way, I have that for my ad to later uh, in my playlist, so I'm going to be take watching that soon. No, I, I need to see. I need to see you, Vanchi. Wow. That's why I need to see you because I. I I'll see you the two hours, John. Take it off. Wow, that bad. That bad. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Really? It's like okay. a wannabe diehard with a like, but it's a wedding, and you've got Jennifer oh, Lopez no. who's like. 50 and she's trying to be like 20. Oh no. Oh man. Great cast. Terrible movie. Wow. Let's hear. So Friday, I actually have a guest coming on, but tomorrow Alex is going to be on the show with me talking about Mortal Kombat, doing a review from the 1993's Mortal Kombat, which is my childhood, which is probably Anthony's childhood though too. Yeah, the movie's dope. (laughs) So we're going to be reviewing that one. And then on Friday, I actually have the producers from this other um, film festival that I, that Rossi and I and Alex is going to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, he's actually one of the co-founders for the Holly Shorts Film Festival. And I'm supposed to be talking about with both of the producers, Theo and also the other person that's also co uh, the co-producer. So we're going to be doing that on Friday at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time for that one. So that's everything that's happening here at Movie Loves Unite, but also, too, I think Saturday we might actually do a DC show talking about everything with James Gunn as well. I don't know yet. We're just going to have to see, but that's everything. But, Rossi, uh, do you have anything for your show and stuff? Yes. Um, Wednesday, I'm going to have Quentin Harrison, who is a director, writer, producer, all that. We're going to talk to him about him, but also we're going to um, talk about um, the movie Think Like a Man. Since it's uh, February, so, you know, some of the rom-coms. So we'll be uh, talking about that. And also, John and I will be live next week. Um, We're going to do the final episode of Let the Right One In, episode 10. Can't wait. What a great series. We've had a great time reviewing that. So I'm looking forward to you telling me what you think, John. 
Okay, and I can't wait to actually talk to you about that because I'm going to be watching okay. that as soon as we got up here because it's expiring today. So, I'm gonna, yes, it's actually expiring today. So I have to actually watch okay. the show okay. tonight. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right, guys. Well, I do appreciate you, Jamie, for coming in as all uh, to do this show with me, this after show. This means so much to me. Same thing with you, Anthony. Thank you. Blast, man. All right. Thanks for thanks. having us. It's, it's great Thank having you guys. you guys. All right. Always until next time. Bye bye. 